here's a message from Ken Lavica. Oh, on this Monday, the NFL is NFLing. Quarterback dominoes are falling. Stone Labanowitz hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken Lavica Live. What? Did we just become best friends? Yup. You want to go do karate in the garage? Yup. Turn it up. Turn it up! Now, live from the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's Ken Lavica Live on ESPN 1063. Ah, Stone, you know what I forgot to tell you before the show started? What? Can, um... Can we pull up Diana Rossini, please? <laughs> oh, yes. And her infamous report from last week because no one knows anything about anything, okay? Just if there's one piece of advice I could give all of you when it comes to the NFL, the offseason, franchise tag day, free agency, the draft, no one knows anything about anything. It's all propaganda pushed in your face to take advantage of you, the minions who follow sports. And I am here to fight for you, for you. It's my mission. Derek Carr is a saint. Where is Aaron Rodgers going? I don't know. Anthony Richardson, freak of nature. Bryce Young, really tiny. Lamar Jackson, where he's where's he going to be? Nobody knows anything about anything, okay? Just trust me on this. Ken Levicka live on a Monday here on ESPN 106.3. Free ESPN app and on your smart speaker. And a John Levine Action and Attorney Studios. Downtown West Palm Beach, Phillips Point Towers. Right off of the hot and, uh, I mean, uh, absolutely record-breaking, uncomfortable uh, intracoastal. Stone Labanowitz, Friday Night Lights. He runs this catastrophe until 2 o'clock. Uh, Stone Labanowitz, radio life partner. He's got everything held down in West Palm because I am in Dallas, Texas, with Conference USA champion Florida Atlantic Basketball for the next week plus. Uh, So I am in a lobby that also serves as a business center uh, just outside of the northern part of Dallas. Um, Do we have Diana Rossini Stone? Working on it. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. Just let me know when uh, when you have Diana Rossini because we did that thing again where uh, we do a terrible job of planning for the show. Uh, oh, here we go. Uh, Stone says that we, we have Diana Rossini. Diana Rossini, if you may recall, last week had one of the most jaw-dropping, unbelievable, laughable reports, and it's not Diana Rossini's fault. This isn't us knocking Diana Rossini. Trust me. You know, Stone, when we're knocking a member of the sports media, right? Like, yeah, not hard to tell. No, well, you'll know. We're not making fun of Diana Rossini here. What we're doing is making fun of the New York Jets, which is also extremely easy to do. But last week, Diana Rossini detailed a meeting between the Jets and Derek Carr that that features one of the most unbelievable, laughable lines I've ever heard in football history. Let's hear this again from SportsCenter. Well, Derek Carr is certainly in the driver's seat here in the situation. You just mentioned some of the teams that are interested in him. And in terms of that visit with the New York Jets, I heard it went really well from both sides. And in terms of what New York was trying to sell him, because let's face it, that's what they're doing at this point. They were pretty clear with them. They, they told him he's a great quarterback. They believe that he's got a legit surrounding cast of players. They went through the top D, the strong young skill guys, the explosive run game. They went through top to bottom of why Derek Carr can step in here and take this team not just to the playoffs, but to the Super Bowl. And they made it really personal, too. They said, we believe if you come to New York and win, you could be a first ballot Hall of Famer. Oh, God. A first ballot Hall of Famer. It's not even the Super Bowl thing that was uh, laughable. It was, we can make you a first ballot Hall of Famer. Okay, Jets. Whatever you say, Jets. Derek Carr, so impressed by the hyperbole from the New York Jets in that meeting last week, detailed by Diana Rossini, that he today is signing with the New Orleans Saints. Apparently, they promised him that he could be a first ballot Hall of, Hall of Famer there in the Bayou as well. So the Jets are still without a quarterback. Derek Carr is New Orleans Saint. I want you to to listen to how hilarious things were this morning uh, on uh, the NFL Network and ESPN. First, 
let's listen to, let's go with Cam Wolf on the NFL Network, okay, Stone? This is Cam Wolf on NFL Network, and I would say that he had himself a pretty good morning handicapping the Derek Carr sweepstakes. We'll start with this team right here, because they're actually going to have a meeting with Derek Carr today on the phone. They met with him already in Indianapolis. They're going to meet with him or call him on the phone today, see where the interest is there. This He's is talking about the Panthers here. Win the a phone meeting. Defense with a veteran quarterback. But let's not go there. Oh, I love it. Cam, so you're good they need to go get their, they need to go get their franchise quarterback in the draft. And so let's not do that there. We won't go the Jets. Let's go here. Yeah. No, no, no. no, no. Oh, oh. We're not going to go here either. We're not going to go here either. Cam, you're good at this. Hmm. Suspense. Oh, man. Derek Carr, where can I put him that he would be at home? Let's go to New Orleans. Oh, okay. I love right, the go. weekend yeah. seat, so in we New Orleans. There you go. Everybody loves a week in New Orleans. Sure. Yeah. This is a team where I don't know how they're going to make it work salary cap wise. I have no idea. <laughs> but they need a quarterback badly. And Derek Carr, within that offense, takes that team, to, in my opinion, leaders of the NFC South. Whoa. There's a, there's a, a bold proclamation from, from Cam Wolf. The Saints, now the leaders in the NFC South, whatever that means. Right. Oh, it's, uh, I mean, it's hot and heavy in there, right? Yeah. Uh, great. Great. You've won the NFC South. You're now the best team in the NFC South. That uh, that to me, uh, that that means absolutely nothing. Uh, but congrats on going to the playoffs now. So Derek Carr, and it looks like according to NFL Network, it's going to go. It'd be a four-year deal. Derek Carr is going to the Saints. Uh, a little bit different prognostication this morning on ESPN from their insider Jeremy Fowler on. Get up! Well, I'm hearing that the Jets are the leader in the clubhouse as Uh-oh. of now for Derek Carr. Saints and Panthers still involved, but this is mutual in the sense that the coaching staff of the Jets, I know, would be very happy with Derek Carr. Like, this would not be a letdown <clears throat> at all. But everybody is still waiting on Aaron Rodgers. There's no firm clarity as of yet. I have talked to multiple teams, though, in the quarterback market who believe that this is a tough trade to pull off with the Packers if it gets to that point because of the $58 million that he's due in a guarantee in 2023. Teams might have a hard time coming around on that. So it's possible that the Jets are pivoting a little bit at this moment. Like, uh, that was um, that, that was that was not exactly right on, Stone. I mean, that was legitimately two hours ago. <laughs> From Jeremy Fowler. Leaders in the clubhouse. <laughs> so so now you're caught up with, with the biggest news. Now, this is a whole separate conversation. Derrick Henry, apparently, uh, according to NFL Network, is being shopped by the Tennessee Titans. And uh, we, can, we can dive into this later, but I am a firm believer in not giving up uh, a first-round draft pick for a running back. I don't know what to do with Derrick Henry. I, I still don't quite know how to consume the Derrick Henry news because I may come off of that approach for a guy like Derrick Henry. Uh, that said, quarterbacks are now the main talk in all of sports. And you know what my first thought was? And I can't get over Campbell saying, see, the Saints did this, and now they're the leaders in the NFC South. Great. That's like playing the game Wheel of Surgery or Wheel of Medical Procedure, and you land on, like, colonoscopy. Uh, Great. This will be a procedure where I'll go to sleep, uh, and then I'll wake up, and something will have been in my butt for quite some time. Uh, Good for me? Like that, that 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 is the colonoscopy of of the off season is the Saints winning the Derek Carr sweepstakes and now they're the best team in the NFC South. I think awesome. You are banned for an entire week about coming after my bad analogies because <laughs> that right there was some of the worst oh, that I've ever heard from you comparing <laughs> a trade to the Saints or at least a free agency pickup by the Saints, to having something stuck up your butt, but, but sir, you don't, you to don't, your band. But the, you don't appreciate the wheel of medical procedures? <laughs> no, how, fun, thought, how fun would that be? I thought that one was awful, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so now, my first thought after all this, Derek Carr going to the Saints, this is where my conspiracy theory brain kicked in. Well, obviously, Derek Carr's people have heard that the Jets are trading for Aaron Rodgers, mm. and so he has gone a different direction and taken money with New Orleans. In your conspiracy theory brain, do you have room for it in there, Stone? Yeah, I definitely do. I think there's something there because at this point, let's be realistic. If you're the New York Jets, it's either Aaron Rodgers 
or it's Lamar Jackson. Both guys are going to have to pay a hefty amount of money to accumulate them. But yeah, I don't hate that conspiracy theory at all. So that brings us to this, because we're also coming off of the NFL Combine, where you had Bryce Young, the Heisman Trophy winner, the national champion, the Alabama quarterback. What was the most significant news that came out of the NFL Combine with Bryce Young? He's 5'10", 204 pounds. Uh-oh. Now, Bryce Young is an exceptional talent. You like Bryce Young, right, Stone? I think he has everything that it takes to play in the National Except Football Except for height and weight, Stone. <laughs> Except Who's for- his direct comparison in the NFL, Stone? Kyler Murray. Or? Uh-oh. Or the man he was teammates with. To a tongue of Iowa. Oh God! Yeah, and so that is where, and I love Tua, and we love Tua, and we support Tua, and we stand by Tua. But if I'm an NFL team and I'm drafting Bryce Young very, very high, maybe with the number one overall pick, uh, if I trade up with Chicago, I'm getting a guy who has metric comparisons to uh, Tua. Not to mention Bryce Young, who while it wasn't as severe as Tua battled some injuries in his final year, correct? Correct. Can I just, you know, pull back the curtain a little bit and, and, and show something to the audience? Sure. Bryce Young is going through this currently. I don't necessarily think he prepared for it, but for every parent out there whose son has dreams to go to the pros, to the NFL, and he's this size, just imagine if he's going through this at the highest stage with NFL GMs and all of these owners and organizations, imagine what your son goes through trying to go to college from the high school level. Yeah. It's borderline impossible. Well, let me give some advice to some people as well, especially you young men uh, who are trying to, to find your way in this world and find a partner, uh, find a, a nice young lady if uh, you are a heterosexual and you're trying to eventually settle down and then uh, have children. Men... I know it's tough, and I know that a lot of this is biological, who you're attracted to and who you decide to to spend your life with. But if you want your son to be a top quarterback prospect heading into the NFL draft, I would suggest, and this is just me, this is Ken Levick's advice, you do not appropriate with a woman under 5 foot 9 inches. (laughs) Okay? Because you're going to get a Bryce Young. Or you're going to get a Tua. Ideally, if you're a young man, uh, well, and, and also, too, if you're a young man who's over, say, 6'2", this is where that applies. You don't, you don't, um, uh, you don't mate with a woman under 5'9". If you are like me, uh, and so uh, if I had a son, there was, I, I didn't follow my own rule. I am 5'7", and then I married a woman who is like 5'3". Um, so that wouldn't work out for me, but you have to be a short king. If you are, if you are a young man who is a short king and you want your kid to be a top prospect in the NFL draft, you need a model height woman of around six, three. Okay. Let me just tell you. So it's tricky, but you can be a short king and you can pull it off. (laughs) Let me just tell you how cutthroat it is out there. Story time. So I almost went to Florida International University. You probably don't like hearing that, Ken, even though I've had this discussion with you. I was told by the head coach at the time, won't name his name, said that I can't out in broad daylight give you a scholarship. Because if I bring in a kid who's five foot nine, who doesn't run very fast and has long hair, and you suck. <laughs> yeah, right, right, and, right. And you suck, I'll lose my job. So here's what we'll do. And there were so many things that this head coach at the time was doing on the back end to pay me a scholarship to go to Florida International University because I was oh, short. Oh, can I guess? Can I, you didn't want to name names, but I'll name the name. Ron Turner, right? Ron Turner. Mm-hmm. He said he could not bring me in at the height and weight that I was and where I went to high school because he would lose his job if I sucked. So, so this is how cutthroat it is when it comes to height and weight and, and, and stature and all the intangibles you need to play quarterback at the highest level or at, let alone the next level. So it is yeah. not fun out here for guys like Bryce Young. No, nope, no. Nope. So again, Ken Levicka's rules of breeding a uh, NFL quarterback prospect are 
the following. If you are over 6'2", you do not procreate with a woman who is under 5'9". And if you're a short king, that means under 5'10", by definition, you have to have a child. You have to have a young son with a woman who is 6'3", or above. Okay? Write that down, Stone, just so you know. I just clipped it. I can't wait to get it out to the masses later on. Perfect. I think it's very, very important. So then there's Bryce Young, who has all the tools except what he was given naturally, which is no height, and he is light as well. And then there is the freak of nature, and that's Anthony Richardson. Anthony Richardson went to the Combine, and he absolutely set Indianapolis on fire. Not necessarily for throwing the football, but he sets the all-time combine quarterback mark for the vertical and the broad jump. He's doing backflips all over the place. He's crushing the in-person interviews with teams. And this is now reflected in the Vegas odds. Stone, could you please tell me what the odds are that Anthony Richardson is taken as the number one quarterback in this year's NFL draft? What is Vegas saying now in an inexplicable rise to prominence? So the line opened up at plus 20,000 for, 20, for Anthony Richardson to get drafted, number one overall. Currently, as of this morning, sits at plus 250. I mean, that I've never seen anything like that ever, before. Ever. I don't think there's any precedent for that ever. That in a, a basically a four-week span, you have a guy who is next to impossible odds to go number one, who is now right up there as the favorite to go number one. It is truly incredible. And then there's the dark horse, literally. And it's Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, who just crawled out of a cave, still doesn't have a, a firm grasp of what he wants to do. And he's sitting here, and my conspiracy theory brain tells me that he has told the Packers, This is a no-go. I want to be traded. And the Jets told Derek Carr's people this morning, hey, we're going to go get Aaron Rodgers. Thanks for the chat at the team facility. And that's why Derek Carr picked the Saints. Aaron Rodgers, who, by the way, has a propensity for podcasts, has a propensity for conspiracy theories, has a propensity for just overall being a weird dude, but is still two years removed from an MVP, but is less than a couple of months removed from really being a disappointment this season with the Packers and then losing at home to end any chance of making the playoffs. He's a big headache. Um, uh, What does he have left in the tank? And he's going to the New York market, which could be a struggle in and of itself with a very young team in the Jets, potentially. And then there's Lamar Jackson. Breaking news this morning, and I will bring you what Pro Football Talk presented here with Lamar Jackson, but it appears as if the Baltimore Ravens are considering using the non-exclusive franchise tag on Lamar Jackson, which means that a team could swoop in and throw an offer at him that then the Ravens would have to match. Now... Depending on the offer, then the Ravens could say, oh, thank you to that team for throwing out that offer that then the Ravens matched and exceeded, and uh, then they say, hey, now our contract situation's finally taken care of with Lamar Jackson. But that's not good faith negotiating, right? Like, that's not going to make Lamar Jackson happy. That's only going to present issues down the road. And what if a team comes in and offers the fully guaranteed contract that uh, the Ravens refused to with Lamar Jackson? So... If that happens, tomorrow by 4 o'clock Eastern time, Lamar Jackson is given a non-exclusive franchise tag. Lamar Jackson Stone is officially on the table. And I think the consensus is that any team who has the opportunity is going to throw the Brinch truck at Lamar. Absolutely. I mean, it is is a rare opportunity to unexpectedly, uh, unexpectedly be able to swoop in and grab this guy. Yeah. So you've got four names that we went through. Aaron Rodgers, Anthony Richardson, Bryce Young, Lamar Jackson. I'm going to give you a hypothetical team here, Stone, okay? Let's play fun with hypotheticals. You're a team that is very, very young, okay? You had a breakout year defensively. You are full of weapons on the defensive side of the ball. You are full of weapons on the offensive side of the ball. You have your running back. You have your wideouts. You are... Uh, very confident in your offensive line. But the problem is you don't have a quarterback. Does that sound like any team you know? 
off the top of your head, I don't know, maybe a New York Jets type of hypothetical, right? Yeah, it is the New York Jets. So let's just use a team like the Jets. And I'm not saying that this is realistically going to happen. It's, it's not going to happen because the Jets are not going to trade up to get a quarterback, I, I don't think. Um, that would buck every expectation from them. Um, but say you're a hypothetical team that is very similar to the Jets. Very young, very good, but you're missing the most important piece, which is a quarterback, and you have a coaching staff that I would argue, Stone, you got to perform this next year because expectations are so high or you're unemployed. Is that unreasonable? Not at all. If, okay. if the Jets were to bring in a guy like Jimmy Garoppolo and have a really bad season, everybody's unemployed. Right. So you're in a vacuum, though, okay? And at your disposal to fix your no-quarterback situation with a team that's very young and very promising, but a coaching staff that is certainly feeling the pressure a little bit. But as a GM, you want to maximize the potential of this team. You're the GM of this hypothetical team. You can either, A, trade for Aaron Rodgers and give up... A first, I suppose, right? A first and a third, right? Does that seem reasonable for Aaron Rodgers? Sure, and also you're going to have to go into this knowing that he's owed $58 million, and that's guaranteed. You're taking big, big money in that spot and putting it towards him. Or you can give guaranteed money long-term to Lamar Jackson, a la similar to what Deshaun Watson received, and go and get a guy that is in his prime right now. He's coming off of back-to-back years of some lingering injuries, but he's a former MVP. He's Lamar Jackson. He's a guy, too, that with that running game, imagine imagine him and Brees Hall running the football at defenses, right? And then Lamar Jackson's thrown over the top to your all-world receivers. That's a good thing, right? Or you can go get someone in Bryce Young who has all of the intangibles. He has all the tools. He can make all of the throws. But if you're a believer in what can he do in Buffalo in December, is Bryce Young at 5'10", coming off of injuries in his last year, the path you want to take? And then there's the ultimate wild card. The man who is now receiving comparisons to Josh Allen and Cam Newton, a hybrid of the two. A man who is a freak of nature, who busted every legitimate combine number workout record over the weekend. Florida quarterback Anthony Richardson. He of only 52% passing a year ago at Florida, but has lit the NFL world on fire because of just how freakish he is. You're in a vacuum. You're a GM of a young, promising, hypothetical Jets team that's set on both sides of the ball except for the quarterback. Are you trading for Aaron Rodgers and taking on that big contract? Are you offering a non-exclusive franchise tag guaranteed long-term contract to Lamar Jackson? Are you drafting Bryce Young going to get the proven winner, the Heisman Trophy champion? but also someone who is extremely undersized and is akin to Tua, or are you going to get the guy who is very green, very raw, but he has better athleticism than Cam Newton and Josh Allen, and you hope that you can have him come around like they did, Anthony Richardson. You're in a vacuum. You're the GM of a young, talented team with no quarterback. Are you getting Rodgers, Richardson, Young, or Jackson? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweet at us at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. I'm going to surprise you right here, Stone. I'm taking Aaron Rodgers. Ooh-wee. And here's why. This goes back to my... My, I will not blame the Rams for doing what they did and going for it, right? Because you never know what your window is. You never know how fleeting success might be in the NFL. Dynasties are extremely difficult. The Rams had a window. They went and got Matt Stafford. They uh, made sure that they surrounded him with some helpful pieces like an OBJ, and they got the job done. They won the Super Bowl. Now they're a mess. I understand that. But 
Rams fans aren't going to remember that. They're remembering the Super Bowl, right? Right. I am a firm believer in going for it. If you are the Jets and you have the salary cap room and you have the draft capital, which they do, to go get Aaron Rodgers, you know what you do, even though he's a pain in the ass, even though he's a massive distraction, you bet that this guy can for one more year, two years removed from an MVP, give you something even resembling a discussion of an MVP season, which is significantly better than anything you've had over the last two years, three years, four years, ten years. And you say, hey, we've got a two-year window. We've got all this young talent. We've already got a, a very good running back who suffered a major knee injury. We don't know how long he's got, so let's go for it now. I would give up the draft capital, and I would give up the cap money for Aaron Rodgers if I was this hypothetical, young, good team with no quarterback a la hypothetical Jets. That's the direction I would go. That's just honestly very, very well done. And when you bring it up, Brees Hall... Am I wrong to go to an early Aaron Jones and see a lot of the similarities? Right, being able to catch the ball out of the backfield, like this lateral movement. So he's dealt with a guy like Brees Hall before, so that's one. Sure. I'm going Aaron Rodgers, right? I, I think you know that, but I guess if I had to give an official answer, it's Aaron Rodgers. And one of the things that sticks out to me that I think is really important that not a lot of people are going to mention until he's wearing a Jets uniform and they are practicing is, who did he just have to deal with in Green Bay? A lot of young talented guys this is what he has in new york so this flux with this youth movement basically like he was coaching these guys like christian watson and a young robert but then i would argue though that that didn't go particularly well but at the same time it did right they won seven of their last eight games like it was just gonna take a little bit more time to iron things out and if i may i think garrett wilson's a better wide receiver than christian watson i agree so i think that and this defense for the new york jets is a Hell of a lot better than the defense for the Green Bay Packers. No doubt about it. There's and, no doubt about it. And my last one is, isn't the AFC East weaker than the NFC North at the end of the day? Uh, I mean, I'm asking a Dolphins fan, so it's kind of a loaded question. But are the Lions just as good as the Dolphins? Maybe. Are the Vikings no. better than the Dolphins? Are the Vikings competitive? The Vikings, are, Bills? The, the Vikings are better than the Dolphins, but not by much. I, you you got to understand, we only saw a healthy Dolphins team for about three weeks last year. Yeah, right? no, I hear you. I hear you. I don't know if I would go that far. I have a lot of confidence in the AFC East. Because, again, the Jets are truly without a quarterback and everything else is really in good shape there. Uh, you've got the Bills, obviously. Uh, the Patriots, if Mac Jones stops yelling at people, maybe they can come <laughs> around a little bit. Um, and then you've got the Dolphins, who, when healthy, I think are AFC championship contenders. I don't know if I'm willing to go that far. But what I do think is that... Aaron Rodgers going into a competitive division has more weapons coming from a competitive division than he had last year in that other competitive division, and that is advantageous to him and to the Jets. That said, though, that's got to be not everybody has the philosophy that I have of, oh, well, you go for it now. Because what happens if you do bring in an old veteran, and this goes for Lamar Jackson as well, who, as we know, is not your conventional quarterback, and they don't know how to either, A, in Rodgers' case, work with the young talent, or B, in Lamar Jackson's case, utilize the young talent. Correct. So maybe you go with a Bryce Young or an Anthony Richardson where you're talking about all these guys that are coming up together. I don't think you're allowed to go with a Bryce Young or an Anthony Richardson where the staff stands right now. We just talked about these would, guys being on the hot seat. Like That's the I, last but, thing you want to do. I would argue you reset your clock if you go draft Bryce Young or Anthony Richardson. From a draft perspective, though, how is Bryce Young, and this is a little bit crazy, but uh, on face value, how much of a better prospect is Bryce Young than Zach Wilson? I see a lot of similarities. I think the resume is better for Bryce Young. But Wait, I, you think that Zach Wilson and Bryce Young were comparable from a draft profile perspective? I, I do, I, and I can't see why you would argue against it, right? Too I, sl- I understand. Good arm. Zach Wilson, good arm. Uh, threw a lot at BYU in that offense, but how can you argue with Alabama quarterback, Heisman Trophy winner, national champion? Um, like elusiveness. Zach Wilson didn't have that. The way they work the pocket. A play's never dead with both of these guys. You know, they're able to take shots down the field. They're both very mobile. The only thing that Bryce Young has going over Zach Wilson from a draft perspective is pedigree, right? Have 
having played at Alabama, having won national championships, yada, yada, yada. But I think when you look at them from a physical perspective, they're the same ball player. So, again, you're a hypothetical GM of a hypothetical team. This team resembles the Jets, set on defense, set on offense, except you have no quarterback. There are four quarterbacks that are at your disposal. You trade handsomely and then pay Aaron Rodgers handsomely. Or you offer huge money, non-exclusive franchise tag offer to Lamar Jackson. Or you draft Bryce Young, he of 5'10 and 204, but with championship pedigree. Or you go get the ultimate wild card and Anthony Richardson, whose upside is, holy crap, this is Josh Allen or Cam Newton all rolled into one. Who are you taking? Aaron Rodgers, Lamar Jackson, Bryce Young, Anthony Richardson, in a vacuum as a GM of this hypothetical team. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweeted us at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. Stone and I right now both say Aaron Rodgers because we're of the firm belief you just go for it now. Um, but, but. Uh, there are a number of GMs, I think, that actual GMs that would say, no, 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 no. We're planning for the long term, and we're trying to get someone in here that is not just a a fleeting uh, presence at quarterback. We want someone that can grow with these guys, someone that we think can be a franchise quarterback and not a rent-a-quarterback. And so uh, I think it's a fascinating discussion. If you're in a vacuum, Aaron Rodgers, Anthony Richardson, Bryce Young, Lamar Jackson, who are you getting a quarterback your hypothetical, very young, very talented football team. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Are you experiencing foot and ankle pain? Need to see an expert in the field? Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho to learn more today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle joint replacement spine and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho and the Good News Stone as they will not make you spin the wheel of medical procedures. Again, we have determined that Derek Carr going to the Saints and making them the favorites in the NFC South is akin to you spinning the wheel of medical procedures and getting colonoscopy. Who's waited? Me. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweeted us at KLV1063. And by the way, you realize, Stone, I'm 38. I'm two years away from colonoscopy number one. Oh, so you're just getting yourself prepared. Yeah, I'm getting myself mentally set. Like, doctor... I'm ready. When I had to pull down my pants and get that steroid shot in my butt in Birmingham when I had strep throat in order to talk, like I feel like that was a good, good warm-up for, uh, for the old butt. I'm glad you've never done that prior. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> well when I, if I t- start taking steroids, though, then that's going to be a regular occurrence. Right. And that's still on the table, okay? Because your boy wants to get ripped up. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Rogers, Richardson, Young, Jackson. Are you drafting Richardson or Young? Are you trading for Rogers? Are you throwing huge money at Lamar Jackson if he gets a non-exclusive franchise tag? How would you build a team with those quarterback scenarios if you're young, you're talented, but you don't have a damn quarterback? 888-760-3776. He Stone Lebano, it's Friday Night Lights. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levick Alive on ESPN 106.3. Uh, shocking Stone. Twitter's having problems again at this hour. Thanks a lot, Elon. Yeah, thanks, Elon. <sighs> but hey, you don't need Twitter when you've got me and Stone, your loving sports family. Ken Levick alive here on ESPN 106.3. And uh, I, I love this conversation because you have such vast quarterback differences in this offseason. From, from go to trade for the Hall of Famer to 
go get the guy in his prime who is butting heads contractually with his football team, but he also happens to be the most unique MVP quarterback we've ever seen in the NFL and doesn't fit every offense. And I'm not being disrespectful to Lamar, right? Like not you at need, all. You need to know how to how to maximize him. Um, and then you've got two different top two quarterback prospects than anything I can remember, like I can truly remember. You've got Bryce Young, the pocket passer, who does have some legs, um, but the pocket passer primarily, who can make every throw. He can hit the out routes. He can toss the deep ball. He won the Heisman Trophy. He comes from the Nick Saban system. Uh, He is a national champion. And then you've got the guy who accomplished nothing in his college career except for a few highlights, hurtling over people, uh, a really strong scramble touchdown throw against Utah, and then unable to be tackled against LSU. Those are all the – am I missing a, a highlight that we've seen on loop over the last five days? I think that's it. I mean, no, there's only five to pick from. Right, right. Um, but he he broke records, legitimate decades-old records of athleticism at the NFL Combine for quarterbacks – he ran an unbelievably quick 40 time. but And he's drawn comparisons to Josh Allen and Cam Newton, but can he throw an intermediate comeback route? Like, I, it just, it, there's so many different options here. If you're the GM, you're a hypothetical GM of a hypothetical team that is young, very young, very talented, but you don't have a quarterback. And I think the closest comparison in my mind is the Jets. Do you trade a first and a third, again, hypothetically, and then huge money you're giving up for Aaron Rodgers? Are you, if Lamar Jackson's non-exclusive franchise tag by the Ravens today or tomorrow, do you give him the guaranteed money similar to Deshaun Watson he's been seeking and grab him? Do you draft Bryce Young, the proven champion, who's 5'10", or do you go get the freak of nature but green we don't actually know what we have here, Anthony Richardson. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweet at us at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. It touches on a bunch of philosophies. Do you go into win-now mode if you're a GM? Do you go into build around the unconventional quarterback mode? And you make him your franchise quarterback? Or do you go with the proven winner, but you don't know how he's going to handle the elements and you're not sure if he can handle the rigors of the NFL? Or the freak who can hurdle over people and stiff-arm people into the turf? And best-case scenario, here turns into a Cam Newton or a Josh Allen. Worst-case scenario, you just had a big dude for four or five years. <clears throat> Jamarcus Russell. Except I don't think Anthony Richardson has the the issues that Jamar, uh, Jamarcus Russell did from like a mental standpoint. Correct. I don't think Anthony Richardson's going to eat himself out of the NFL. But you're a hypothetical GM. Are you trading for Rodgers with this really young, good team with no quarterback? Are you signing huge money, offering huge money contract for Lamar Jackson, saying, sorry, Ravens, he's ours now. You getting Bryce Young proven winner? Or you get in the Josh Allen comparison, but you don't know if he'll actually turn into a Josh Allen in Anthony Richardson. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Let's head to Boca with our boy, Bobby. What's up, Bobby? What's up, Kenny? How you doing, brother? How are you, brother? I'm hanging in there, man. Hanging Good. In there. Just, just taking a few. Hey, I got It's pretty simple, I think. Pretty simple answer to your question. Okay. And that, that is, number one, you don't, go, you don't go draft pick right now. You've done that a couple of times. You came up empty if you're the Jets because, uh, as, 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 as uh, Stone just said, you don't want a Jamarcus Russell coming in, and you know that's not true, but who knows about that. Sure. You don't want to take a chance on Bryce Young. You don't, you don't want to go draft pick, period. Number two, you don't want to give up. I don't think you go with Rodgers because they're going to want players. They're not going to just want, to, they want, they're not going to just want draft picks. They're going to want to pick up C.J. Mosley. And uh, Carl Lawson, they're going to want players. They're going to want players from your team. You don't want to detract any players from your team at all. I think it's a really simple answer to the question. That is, you go Lamar. You give up. If he's got the unexclusive tag on him, yeah. you've got to give up two first-rounders, I think. Yeah. And that's what you, and then and two first-rounders and give him the bag. I think you do that all day long. Because you know what? You give him the bag, he's going to get it anyhow. The price for quarterbacks is going through the roof. Look at Daniel Jones. What are you going to get? 
So you pay, you give Lamar the bag. He can play. He can yeah, play. Absolutely. Can I see, and I, I, I do like that. Uh, you are really, and you're really, really, really making the commitment to Lamar Jackson that he's been seeking, right? Like that is right there. If you're yeah, giving up the picks and you're paying him the bag and you're giving him somewhere in the neighborhood of Deshaun Watson, then uh, then he has he has been told, we want you. And, and I, I would think with all that young talent, especially at the skill positions, they maybe be most uh, most pumped to play alongside Lamar Jackson. No, how big a boost to that locker Absolutely. room would that be? Absolutely, no. There's no question. He's the man because you know what? You, he, then you give you have longevity with Lamar. I yeah. mean, you've got another ten years with you. Got ten years with him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, no, otherwise, I, you don't want you, you, no no Rogers because the pack of Green Bay is going to want draft picks and they're going to want players. You don't want to give up players at all. I suppose, you, but you go to Lamar. Yeah, and Lamar's like Lamar feels like, and Bobby appreciated the call. It feels like Stone. He's been around for so long. I don't know what uh, what that is in my brain, but the dude's twenty six years old. Yeah, and you know when Bobby throws around like the longevity of Lamar Jackson's one we've seen, and I hate to do this, not even pulling this card, but we've seen some injury mishaps in his career so far. He's really young, but with Aaron Rodgers, it kind of goes against what you were preaching, Ken. And that's if you're in a win now. And you want to contend for a Super Bowl and be atop of the AFC East, you go for an Aaron Rodgers. Is, is Aaron Rodgers a better quarterback than Lamar Jackson, though? At this point, is Aaron Rodgers better than Lamar Jackson? I guess it comes down to that question. And I, I would say Aaron Rodgers, if you were going to bring him in for like two years and right. say, all right, we need these two years. Um, uh, we know you have a ton of playoff experience, most of it, well, underwhelming, but you have a ton of it. And uh, right now, we've got your offensive core from Green Bay that you love so much. Uh, and we've brought him in. And we trust you in this offense more than a Lamar. You'd have to really get to work kind of refiguring, reconfiguring the offense if you go get Lamar Jackson. That said, Lamar Jackson gives you more than two years, right? He gives you a good five-year window potentially to really maximize what he is and what you have around him and completely retool what you are and bring a different dynamic. We know Lamar Jackson can play in the elements. We know Lamar Jackson can play in the cold in the postseason. I guess the more I think about it, the most the most consistent option here after the fact that you could make is probably Lamar because you're getting longevity and you're getting MVP caliber quarterback play out of them. I just think Aaron Rodgers would yield a, a bigger return right away. Yeah, and I don't think that we really should be asking the question, who's a better quarterback? Because I don't think that's what these teams are weighing out when trying to acquire sure. these guys. Because if you're the Jets, right, you understand that you're going to have to eat $59 million for Aaron Rodgers. Now I would imagine in negotiation you want Green Bay to eat a lot of that, right? You're not just going to pick up the tab for 60 mil. But with Lamar Jackson, yeah, you're talking about longevity, but you're also talking about longevity when it comes to your wallet and your pocket because this guy wants $300 million guaranteed. Aaron Rodgers doesn't want that. So you're getting Aaron Rodgers on a discount, oh, air quotes around discount because $60 million mm-hmm. is not a discount, but you're only having to cough that up with a chance to contend for a Super Bowl. With Lamar Jackson, you're hoping, praying, and begging that he gets you to that point all the while you're paying this guy $300 million. You're in a vacuum. You're the GM of this hypothetical team, okay? And here is your option. Here are your options. You go get the conspiracy theory-laden distraction Aaron Rodgers, but this dude's two years removed from an MVP, and he may have chip on shoulder coming from Green Bay where everybody thought he was washed, but you have to draft uh, and give up hefty capital for him, and then you got to pay him. Or you go get Lamar Jackson, who it might take longer to yield the biggest returns as compared to Rodgers, but if you offer him non-exclusive franchise tag deal, give up the picks, and then you pay him the Deshaun Watson-esque money. He says, thank you. I've been looking for this type of commitment. Come on, let's ride. And then you've got Bryce Young, championship caliber quarterback at Alabama, won a title, won the Heisman, but he's 5'10". And then Anthony Richardson, who is the most impressive physical prospect we've ever seen in the NFL, but you don't know if he can complete a pass regularly past 15 yards. Who are you taking? You're a hypothetical GM of a hypothetical team, but this team resembles the Jets. 
Strong, talented, both sides, but no quarterback. You get an Aaron Rodgers, Anthony Richardson, Bryce Young, or Lamar Jackson. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweeted us at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. He's Stone Lebanowitz, Friday Night Lights. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN1063. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. Stone, yesterday was March 5th. It hit 90 degrees in Boca. 9-0-90. Not only that, it hit 90 degrees on Saturday as well. I, I am I am dreading this summer. Dreading this summer. And doesn't it feel like over the last few years it's gotten warmer and warmer, more and more uncomfortable during the summers too? Yeah, and earlier too. It happens like, in like early March. It's it's insane. It has changed. Even the 17 years I've been down here in South Florida, it has changed vastly. And so, well, that's what you got to look forward to. Folks, let me put it in the simplest terms possible. We hit 90 degrees March 4th and March 5th. If your AC is giving you issues, if you're worried about your AC, if it is old, if you think it might be time to start seeing some issues with the AC, I am urging you, urging you, urging you to make sure that your AC situation is copacetic. EDS is yes. EDS Air Conditioning. They're a train comfort specialist. It's hard to stop a train. EDS wants you to consider two R words. Repair or replace. Repair or replace. This is the time to do it. You might have lost a significant window with how early it's it is gotten just uncomfortably sticky hot. But now you know the warning shot's been fired. It is absolutely no time for you to waste now. You gotta get a hold of EDS Air Conditioning. Repair or replace. Repair or replace. EDS is yes, EDS Air Conditioning. They're a train comfort specialist. Working appointment times around you, edsairconditioning.com, edsairconditioning.com. EDS is yes, EDS is yes, edsairconditioning.com. You're in a vacuum, you're a GM, hypothetical team. Kind of resembles the Jets. Strong on defense, young. Strong on offense, young, but no quarterback. You can trade for Aaron Rodgers. Go get the future Hall of Famer, an MVP two years ago, but he says crazy things, and he wasn't great in a locker room full of young guys last year. You don't know if he's still got it, or if Lamar Jackson receives the nine-exclusive franchise tag. You give up some first-rounders. You throw the bag at him, a guy who's been injured off and on the last couple of years, but he's still 26 years old in his prime. You might have to retool some offense to meet his needs. Or do you draft Bryce Young, national champion, Heisman Trophy winner, but 5'10", 204. He's not much bigger than I am. He's not much bigger than Stone is. He's exactly then, built like me. Yeah, yeah, that is Stone. And then you have Anthony Richardson. We've never seen anything like him physically. I mean, this dude is one of the best athletes on the planet. But can he complete a pass? That's the issue. You're this hypothetical GM in a vacuum. Aaron Rodgers, Anthony Richardson, Bryce Young, Lamar Jackson. Who's your quarterback? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. In Palm Beach Garden, Segway Sean on Ken LeVick Alive. What's up, Sean? I mean, literally, as I'm on hold to go on the air, you you throw in another dynamite segue for EDS. <laughs> this guy, the man, the myth, the legend. I don't know if you did it for, if you did it for me. I really appreciate it. But either way, thank you. So, yes. so two things. Uh, one, and this is really for Ken. Did you did you catch? And I know that you have some animosity toward him just because of some comments made after the Super Bowl. Did you did you happen to catch Saturday Night Live over the weekend with with Kelsey? I did. I did, yes. Yes. I thought he was was good. Like, that's his setting. That's his setting. That's where he thrives. You know, I agree with you. And I I, I almost wanted to hear you say you didn't want to like him, but you did. Uh, Yeah, yeah. the same way. He he didn't have to be in every single skit, but anyway, whatever. (laughs) I digress. Agreed. Agreed. So, outside of of any other options, I'd probably agree with you with, with... 
you know, with the Rodgers thing, just to, to go for a while, you got the while, while you got the time. But is, is there is there any any is Garoppolo is out of the question with this at all? I mean, is it <sighs> only have, could you yeah. draw comparisons to you know Forty Niners D and, and the Jets D, and they, everybody said they that Niners could have done it with Garoppolo last year. They could have done it with anybody. So is it safe to say that they, you know Jets could possibly do it with Garoppolo? Save some money, save some picks. I don't know. And I just I hold that San Francisco coaching staff right in such high esteem that I can't get over the fact that I think that Garoppolo's been maximized as well as he possibly could in that system. I don't know what you're getting if you're going to the Jets with him. I just I don't I don't know. It's and you know that's a. I'm glad you bring that up, Sean, because I think he probably should be in the discussion. But I've never seen him do much that impressed me outside of what he became in San Francisco. And I do think there's a a set in stone. We can fix you. Uh, it's like everyone that 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 dates Pete Davidson. We can fix you, except the 49ers actually do fix you. Uh, they're the exception to the rule. And appreciate the call, Sean. I just I don't know if Jimmy G fits in that spot. I yeah, just, but I don't I don't know. And I don't know too with a young impressionable team like that if he's the best person to go to. Yeah, but Rob Sala is tied to Jimmy Garoppolo. And based off of anybody know. else's on the market but shopping. But he didn't coach him. He didn't coach him. He didn't coach him. That's my point. Like, I'm sure that he could say, hey, we can go pursue Jimmy Garoppolo. But what does Robert Sala's opinion of Jimmy Garoppolo matter when the man didn't coach Jimmy Garoppolo? So you say that? I will raise you that Robert Sala has had to watch Jimmy Garoppolo's film every single day. When you're breaking down practice tape... You're just learning this quarterback, Jimmy Garoppolo. You know everything that he does. You know his thought process. You know which guys he likes, his style of play. Like, I think he coaches you more than you think. Like, He is directly involved with how Jimmy G plays ball because when you get into a staff meeting and you start discussing you know, defense versus offense, like this defense is very familiar with Jimmy Garoppolo. I don't know. I, I think Sean's on to something there because Jimmy Garoppolo should be brought into this New York Jets conversation more so than not. It's just we don't know what New York's looking for. We don't know which yeah. route they want to go. Do they want to go for it? Do they want to be safe? Do they want to keep their jobs? Do you want to pay a guy $300 million? That's the uh, million-dollar question we're asking. So, uh, Diana Rossini on ESPN reported earlier today that Derek Carr while support grew for him in the Jets building, quote, there were many who were pushing for Jimmy Garoppolo, end quote. So I, I guess here's my question for you, Stone, on the Jimmy G front. This is a guy who was in a Super Bowl three years ago. He was two mm. he was a, a drive away from the Super Bowl two years ago. And uh, he, this year, was part of a team that was peaking before he got hurt, that was heading towards NFC favorite. Why wasn't he the primary interest? Why was Derek Carr, of all people, a primary interest over Jimmy Garoppolo? I blame it on us, guys like you and I, Ken, the media, right, for putting Aaron Rodgers, Lamar Jackson, Derek Carr at the forefront here based off of the skill level, the ability, right? We decide to neglect Jimmy Garoppolo because we don't think he's as good as these guys. So I blame it on us. You're in a vacuum. You have Aaron Rodgers you can trade for. You have Lamar Jackson you may be able to offer big money for and give up draft picks if he gets a non-exclusive franchise tag. You can draft Bryce Young, proven winner, tiny, tiny, tiny man. Or you can draft Anthony Richardson, not tiny man, physical freak, but uh, you might be able to throw the football better than him. Aaron Rodgers, Lamar Jackson, Bryce Young, Anthony Richardson. Who are you drafting to run your young, talented football team, but you don't have a quarterback? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. I should say drafting or acquiring. 888-760-3776. He's Stone Labanowitz, Friday Night Lights. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.